All right, we're back by no one's demand but our own from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios here in sunny, scenic Elizabeth Park, Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome back to the 615 Sessions podcast. We're very happy to have you here for a newsworthy edition with the idea that the Tennessee Titans are considering building a new stadium. Report from Axios, Nate Rao. Breaking the news on Thursday afternoon, as you're hearing this probably over the weekend, that, yeah, costs have gotten really high when it comes to raw materials and labor. And so renovating Nissan Stadium is going to cost a hell of a lot more than they thought. Nearly double is the estimate, up from $600 million when the Tennessean reported that news about a month ago, as we sit here on February the 18th. So we're going to talk about it. Kayla Anderson, myself, WKRN News 2, of course, is where you can watch her. And we're going to discuss the implications of that coming up next. Right after I tell you about Two Rivers Ford, they have new vehicles arriving almost every single day. So keep checking tworiversford.com with one of the largest selections in the state. If you want someone at Two Rivers to contact you to be on the lookout for the vehicle that you want, and alert you when one comes in, just give them a call, and they'll make sure to get you a heads up. The salespeople at Two Rivers Ford, they don't work on commission. I worked with Jonathan Wittelek, I believe is how you pronounce Jonathan's last name, but he was very helpful to me as a customer of Two Rivers Ford. Never felt any pressure throughout the course of the process. They're just there to help things go as easily as possible for you. Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people. Let's get to Kayla. Welcome back, 615 Sessions podcast. We got one of our friends, Kayla Anderson, WKRN News 2, here with us to talk about some uh, blessed news right now without NFL football games. But the Titans exploring renovation plans at Nissan Stadium have recently found out what the additional expenses of that might be. And there's now a discussion, Kayla, of a new home for the Tennessee Titans, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it is, Buck. And I also found it interesting, the timing that all of this has kind of unfolded. Yes, we don't have a lot of Titans news right now, but there is a lot of focus on Nissan Stadium and the upcoming stadium series that is happening next Saturday. So I felt it was an interesting time to really talk about the stadium when you have a lot of eyes on that right now. So I think this is something where people have been waiting to hear some sort of updated news, because like you had mentioned, renovations have been the thing that has been talked about the most yeah. and clearly with this stadium being 23 years old it needs some major upgrades uh you've been in the stadium i've been in the stadium for that divisional uh, matchup alone just getting around the stadium was hard enough but if you want to host anything in the future like a super bowl a final four any major major event uh, there is more that needs to be done and look with cost going up with inflation right now it doesn't maybe make sense to just do renovations when you could just bulldoze the whole thing down and start from scratch and right. really do everything they need buck for the future when it comes to not just this football team but huge events because nashville let's just face it it has become the it city Sure. And this is a situation, I mean, I made a, a much, much smaller scale analogy on the radio show today because like I was talking about, you know, I live in a neighborhood where there's a bunch of new builds and yeah. my new build didn't come with one of these like half done 
garage carport things that seems to be on the back of every one of them. I wanted a garage. I tried to get a garage built. They told me like four different contractors. Yeah. If you want to put an apartment on top of the garage, because we're not taking contracts for less than 50 K right now, like that times 600 million, which was the initial estimate for renovations at Nissan stadium. Those have since doubled. So we're talking about in the billions with a B and that, at that price point, you may as well just go ahead and look at the ability to put up something that is indicative of the kind of growth that we're mm-hmm. currently experiencing as Nashville, but also with bigger aspirations, Super Bowl. I mean, you talk about the stadium yeah. series, the World Cup is yep. uh, right around the corner in 2026, and Nashville is being looked at. Nissan Stadium was being looked at as a potential host stadium for when uh, North America and South, and I, th- I think it's North America that has the World Cup in 2020. Yeah. So it's it's going to be fascinating. Now you you got a statement from the Titans mm-hmm. about this, kind of outlining what their logic was because they seem to be open to a couple of different options, but every situation is unique. Certainly, this time right now, this economy, and uh, and what this team is is going to be looking at with the kind of location that they already have. Yeah, and that's what's nice about the current situation because the stadium is already located in a prime spot. So the good thing about this is that they're not going to necessarily have to do anything with moving it. If anything, Buck, they would have to now start to talk about if they do decide to build the new stadium. Are you going to keep the stadium up? And build the new stadium back where the parking lots are right now yeah. and then demolish it once, you know, that new stadium is up. Or are you going to move the team somewhere else while they just build where the new, the old stadium was? And so that's all the things that go into, you know, building a new stadium is the team still has to play, obviously. Right. Um, and, and they that's can't some, go to Vanderbilt. They cannot they go to Vanderbilt. We have no. also both been at Vanderbilt. That's, yes. uh, you know, respectfully, not, and, not the place. It's not... Not like when the team moved from Houston to Memphis and everything no. in between. No, exactly. And I think that honestly, the answer, and I thought this was interesting when um, I, I talked to Kate Garage and I asked her about the World Cup. I said, is it possible still that you guys can host the World Cup? And she said, that's not out of the question yet. So yeah. that makes me kind of scratch my head and wonder, okay, because stadium, building a stadium takes quite a bit of time. Yes. Um, and so we don't know exactly the time frame we're looking at here. World Cup is in 2026. Um, so there is a possibility they could still host it. So you wonder either they push back the building of it until then, or they start building the old one in that new spot behind it and still do the World Cup, which would be a little bit crazy. But um, I don't put anything past I mean- Nashville. I'm watching. I'm watching an an Olympics right now where they're yeah. doing the the ski jump in front of nuclear reactors oh in China. So like, you know, the aesthetics of things. It's crazy. I can't. I I haven't watched I, Olympics I cannot, at all. No. But like that picture on the screen in my office when that came up while I was wrapping up a primetime show. It's uh, anyway. You know, construction is the least of their worries. It, it, exactly. And so when I got that that 
you know, statement, the yeah. very long statement from At that. Kayla Anderson TV, by the way, is where you can see that full statement from the top. Yeah, it, it might take you a little bit to get through, but it is Worth interesting. It. They really do lay everything out because they have been spending time reaching out to the community, reaching out to, to several other outside sources just to get a feel of really what's going to work the best. And they went and listed everything with Nissan Stadium that is just it's going to be a lot to just renovate that. And again, with just how the entrances are, Buck, and all of that stuff, it, it would take so much work to make it just usable for 2025 oh, and beyond. Cluster. It'd it be a would. cluster. I just, I don't see that being the case. And I know fans are upset. Some fans are upset. Some fans aren't upset. They want a new stadium uh, because they don't think that it's worth tearing it all down for. It's only 23 years old. A lot has changed in 23 years yeah, sure. when it comes to sporting events and hosting sporting events. Uh, time is not what it used to be. Uh, and 23 years now is almost like 50 years in a way when it comes to if don't, you want don't to age me like that best. all right don't i'm way older like than that. you buck no i know but like that just <laughs> 23 it, it is it is a long period of time but also it's really it's really not like mm-hmm. with all the technological developments that we're talking about and how rap how much quicker things advance from something that was functional you know two years ago that yeah. is obsolete in the following so with all of these with all of those kind of complaints, you know, people hate change, I think, is the larger oh, absolutely. part of this. And also, I think the people who, you know, have been PSL holders and season ticket holders since day one and the understanding and the rather harsh reality that if this were to happen, like those those get blown up, like you get back in line with everybody else yeah. because it's a new stadium. So a new seat license is fair game. I think that people are largely change resistant, but yeah, I mean, is this not, is something like this, not an inevitability, I guess, I, with the stadium situation, I think it's happening. Uh, we were talking in here, Corey and I were talking yesterday when this all came out and we said, we don't see this not being a situation where they're going to build a new stadium. Right. It just, it, it seems like the direction that they went in yesterday with the statements and mayor John Cooper also commented about that. They really want the biggest and the baddest and they want the best and they're going to find ways in terms of, of money. Cause clearly, you know, taxpayers, that all comes into the play too. And that's part of this. And I think they're going to try to find ways that they don't have to, um, really rely on that as much and have that much of a pushback on that side of things. And there's ways to do it. I mean, Bridgestone arena has done things to make it the, one of the best arenas when it comes to hosting events. Right. Yeah. No, I I mean, by consensus and really in the last, what, since like 2000 and probably like 2015, 2016, like they really figured it out. Exactly. And so I just think that this is the best way. Also, I wanted to mention if you want to host anything like the final four Super Bowl, like it has to have a, a retractable roof or it has to be indoors. And that's yeah. just the way that things are going. It's really rare that it, that anybody uh, is going to host a Super Bowl nowadays in, in a climate where it could be any. There's been one, right? Day. 2014. Yeah. And they got uh, lucky. Broncos Seahawks, right. The yeah. weather was, I mean, near perfect. Like there exactly. wasn't even snow. But especially in Nashville, you cannot roll the dice in February. Yeah. No way. No. You know, we, we seen what the weather's been like. And so building yeah. a retractable roof on top of that would make no sense. I mean, that would cost in its own, how many millions of dollars, 
Uh, so I just think it is inevitable. Buck, I think we're going to see it. Sure. Uh, I think, you know, we'll, we'll find out what their time frame looks like exactly because again, the, the world cup being, I mean, yeah. this is going to very much factor into their decision-making about all of this, but once, once an idea of this scale, Kayla, I think, you know, regardless of, of age, we've both been doing this long enough to know that when something like this gets put out there and gets publicly discussed in a way that you know it's going to stir conversation at a time when there's really not a lot else to talk about. Um, yeah. this, this is something that they are very much looking to do. It would yeah. Seem. And um, I, think, I think it's also exciting, just like you were saying, because the Titans talk and you see it every day on your show and, and the amount of callers that come in and have points of views on whatever it is about the Titans. Like people no, well, just we, want we, it. We, respectfully, I love them. I love them to death. They're like my, they're like, I don't know what they are. Your extended family in a way. They're, yeah, right? they're in, they're all insane though, Kayla. So they like are. there's, there's only so much that we can take from the callers <laughs> whom I love so like deeply, deeply within me, I do. But it's good to have something to talk about right now while there is no football, I feel like now it's a good sign buck when it's the off season and we still have football news to talk about in some way or another. Right. Yeah. No, this is, I mean, this is, we're talking about the idea of something. We're talking about the idea that they are considering building a new stadium. There are a ton of different questions that are going to need to be answered between now and then. I don't think there's going to be much development on it other than, them just getting a temperature of what how the city would handle that being a part of the discussion, mm-hmm. especially as we get closer to uh, get closer to next football season. But I know that Kayla Anderson is going to be doing a lot of great reporting on it. I know that we're going to be talking about it. Kayla, I know you're busy. I appreciate you hanging out with us a little bit on a Friday. And uh, and thanks for the great work. Hey, appreciate you too, Buck. And tell those those uh, listen of, listeners of yours, uh, they're not too crazy, but, you know, no, they're a little wild. Listen, the Tell only them to people keep it to a minute. The only <laughs> we got the music. They don't they don't follow the rules. I heard it today and it was hilarious. They don't follow the rules. We had to institute the Oscars music I as know. like a hook to get them out of there in less than six, 60 seconds. But like Lucas is completely I don't know. I'm, I'm talking like people. I don't know that people that listen to the podcast listen to the radio show. So just for context, do- maybe. Lucas Panzika, my producer, yep. he put Oscar's music onto the radio show so that every time a caller, because we got some crazies uh, who listen to the radio in the middle of the day when people should be doing other things. <laughs> but he put the Oscar's music on there to let them know they got 60 seconds to get rid of the call. And I mean, he's got a quick hook. He doesn't look at the yeah. clock. He cheats. He just does it when he wants to now. Exactly. But it's great. I love it. So I, I appreciate uh, you having me on and always love listening to you, Buck. Thanks, Kayla. All right going to do it for us today on the podcast. Uh, By the way, if you're listening to this Saturday, I'm doing the Polar Plunge at Nissan Stadium. Uh, A couple of the radio show listeners are going to come out. I don't know how many people are going to hear this before Saturday at 1130 a.m., but if you have time to donate to the Special Olympics of Tennessee, I would be super appreciative. We were were raising some money. to support a great cause, and it's a really fun event. So like Austin Stanley of the A to Z Sports Morning Show, he's going to do it. Teresa Walker, if you guys hear this before Saturday morning, you want to come hang out, they've got beer, they've got a chili cook-off. The weather's actually supposed to be really nice. But Twitter is uh, the Twitter account 
has a pinned tweet with the link for you to donate to the Polar Plunge, it would be greatly appreciated if you did. Got some mailbag questions for you. At Buck Rising on Instagram, R-E-I-S-I-N-G, is where you submit your Music City mailbag questions that we will get to right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're a basketball fan, they've got a great offer from DraftKings Sportsbook for you as an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's just that simple. And if you're not a new customer, DraftKings Sportsbook will get you in on the NBA action with same-game parlays. You combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs that you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever it is that you want. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code A2Z Sports. That's A T O Z Sports. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. With promo code A2Z Sports at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus, Tennessee only. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1 800 889 9789. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right, mailbag. I got Anthony, not Anthony, but Anthony Sykes at Ant underscore Sykes one on Instagram. He says, oh, uh, we've got a, uh, we've got a international listener. That's great. Best away game next season for a fan from the United Kingdom. That's really cool. So, away game, that's a great question because we have the Titans schedule for 2022, but we don't know the dates of the games that are going to be played, if that makes any sense. Like, the Tennessee Titans schedule right now, as far as home and away opponents are concerned, we have that available to us. I think it's sometime in April that they announce the actual dates for this. But Kansas City, Buffalo, Green Bay... Washington, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville for the AFC South. So, you know, I mean, divisional games are fun. Anthony, the Colts game has always got, I mean, a a lot of juice. If you want to see them beat up on somebody, the Jags are always good for that, or at least they have been in the last couple of years. SoFi, man, this is a tough question. It's a good question. Getting to see the different kind of stadiums, since we're talking about stadiums today, getting to see the different stadiums that teams play in is one of my favorite parts of this job. Now that I get to travel to all the away games and and cover all of the games the last two seasons, it's been really cool to uh, to kind of get that perspective. But, man... If there's a primetime game, see, we don't know the date that we don't know the dates and the times on these. If there's a primetime game, always recommend a primetime game, especially if it's in Nashville, because the new LED light setup and and a couple of different things that they're trying in the stadium have been pretty well executed. Actually, they've done a lot better with the game day experience. Tough to beat Lambeau or Kansas City if I had to narrow it down just for classics. I'm never going to recommend Buffalo. Bills Mafia is awesome. They're also batshit crazy and not something that I think I would want to subject anybody to as they're like, oh, well, I don't know if it's his first 
Titans game in the States, but like, you know, you got to work your way up to Buffalo, especially depending on the time of year. I would say Arrowhead or Lambeau for the road games next year would be recommended. Chiefs fans are super nice and their food is fantastic in the tailgates and their stadium is awesome. Even when they do the, uh, you know, I know a lot of people find the chop questionable and the chanting, but it's it makes for a pretty unique environment given the intimidation factor. And you can't beat Lambeau. It's a classic. Anthony Sykes on Instagram. All right, what else do we have in the DMs? We got John Cameron Reed who writes, all right, we got a draft question. Bailey Zappi, that's the quarterback I had parenthetically out of Western Kentucky, is the guy we need to be focused on. I believe he could slip to the third or fourth round and believe with his skill set and size, he has Drew Brees comparisons. Hmm. So I have seen, now admittedly, John, I will be transparent with you. I have not had the opportunity to study Bailey Zappi film much just yet. I've seen a couple of quarters of Western Kentucky football. I was there for the Senior Bowl, where he was... Uh, available and out there in the drills, working out with different pro prospects in Mobile. So I had a three-day sample size of him. I thought the first day was tough for everybody. New wide receivers that you're throwing to, working with new coaches. It's a, it's a. I mean, it's a highly competitive environment, but it is much more. I mean, you're basically auditioning for for a job. People are using your football practice as an audition with coaches that you've never met and players that you've never worked with. So try to give them a discount on day one. Day two was sideways rain, and so all the quarterbacks looked like hell for the most part. Bailey Zappi, I thought, had his best day out of the elements. They moved the practice inside. Uh, I thought he looked really sharp. I thought of the day three quarterbacks, he looked, maybe just because there was such a drastic improvement, I thought that he looked the most comfortable, but again, you're not going to play every game indoors in the NFL. So, you know, fourth round, I don't hate it if he's there in the fourth round, but like with the Drew Brees comparisons, like, I don't know. I don't know why people feel the obligation to do that. That's like Joe Burrow right in the Super Bowl run. And people are talking about, well, we haven't seen this kind of quarterback play or this kind of demeanor in under pressure or this kind of X, Y, and Z from uh, a quarterback since Tom Brady. (laughs) And every time I hear that, and you hear that a lot because it gets attention, right? And it drives people like me insane. And I'll probably go on Twitter and bitch about it, which in turn generates more attention for the thing that I want to die a slow and painful death because nobody is Tom Brady, right? Nobody is Tom Brady. Nobody is Drew Brees. Nobody is Brett Favre. Nobody is Patrick Mahomes. Like, they are all individual in their talent at that level. I've seen a million Teddy Bridgewaters, right? I can I can pick you out of Teddy Bridgewater with, a, you know, relative ease after a, a handful of years watching football. Like, I think I, I'm not... The smartest X's and O's person, for example, Teron Davenport is that in our media core. He played the game and played it at the college level and has a more fundamental understanding of how the things in football work to execute the plays. But I think I understand enough about quarterback traits 
to look at that and say, no, these guys are different from one another. Bailey Zappi, to compare him to Drew Brees, even as I understand, I don't think many people saw Drew Brees go the, going the way that Drew Brees went. But there are far more Bailey Zappies than there are Drew Breeses, right? So at some point, John, I, this is me. This is me begging you uh, to, <laughs> to not to not do that to Bailey Zappi because nobody's Drew Brees, and I don't understand why people feel the need to compare guys who haven't had a career yet to players who are Hall of Famers, right? Nobody's going to argue that Drew Brees isn't a Hall of Fame quarterback. When his time is done, it's it's just it's different that way. At some point, we got to move on. Okay, um, we have Daniel Dredden, who is simply asking me about my what is this? My favorite sandwich shop. Okay, you know we can do we can do these kind of things. Jersey Mike's or Jimmy John's? Well, one no free ads. Um, but I am neither neither Jersey Mike's or Jimmy John's. I think that you should respectfully, unless Jersey Mike's or Jimmy John's wants to support. This podcast, which we would, of course, welcome their patronage, I would eat all of the Jimmy John's or Jersey Mike's. I'm entirely up for sale. Know that. But since we do not have a sandwich shop sponsorship yet, I would let you, one, I'm open for business, and two, if you're going to ask me for sandwich recommendations, I mean, you gotta you got to look at a place like a local joint. you got to look at a place like 51st Deli in the Nations if you're, here, if you're living here in Nashville. You are going to tell me, and listen, Nashville, Tennessee is not where you come for an, for a truly authentic Cuban sandwich. But of the sandwich shops that are available to us in Davidson County, in the metro Nashville area, even though I guess the Nations isn't really metro, but you get my point, 51st Deli, my favorite sandwich, probably in the city. There are many good places. This is a great place. So respectfully to Jersey Mike's and Jimmy John's, I would take the 51st Deli Cuban sandwich um, as one of the things. It would kill me because it's deeply unhealthy, but it's so damn good. That is the place that you should go for your sandwiches. And Daniel Dredden says, uh, didn't know you ventured into my neighborhood. Well, that's, uh, you know, I, I do. I love your neighborhood. The Nations is a lovely place to go eat uh, on Saturdays and Sundays when I've got a little uh, a little extra time. Uh, okay, more DMs about the Polar Plunge. I think that's it for the mailbag this week. Oh, Harrison Welch. I had a question about the game. Was what? Oh, okay, this is an old one. Never mind. That's going to do it for the Music City mailbag this week. Let me not get super ADD. Oh, I lied. There's one more. Okay, Derek Rhodes, really quick. Will you do shows for A to Z and 104.5 in the offseason? They are some of my, well, this, you know, now you understand why I chose to do this one because it's very, very nice. They are some of my favorite shows to watch slash listen to. It would suck to have to wait for next season. No, you guys are stuck with me year round. That's, that's the beauty of this. Um, I'm certainly overexposed. You're probably tired of the sound of my voice, especially if you do like all three hours of the radio show, which if you do, God bless you. I can't even do all three hours of my radio show. If you listen to the podcast, if you, uh, hang out with us on the install. That's not an every week thing in the off season, but like to do that show with Greg, um, it is too, I find it too valuable a resource for myself as well as you because there are so many different ins and outs of football that 
I think I know and that I'm actually an idiot about because Greg has been studying this at a much more granular level than I have. So Cosell, the podcast, the install, we're going to do it a bunch of uh, a bunch of different uh, times throughout the course of the offseason. Maybe not every week, but it will be done on a, on a regular basis throughout the course of the offseason. So it's too much. It's too much talking, but uh, until they stop paying me money to talk, I'm going to continue to talk. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me here on the podcast. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next Friday. We'll continue the rotation of guest co-hosts that we bring in. And by the way, we didn't, we didn't, we've never really crowdsourced this before since I'm meandering. We're already here. If you want somebody in particular that you would like to have us bring on as a guest host of the podcast, maybe there's somebody new that I don't know about. I'm, uh, you know, I'm super busy talking to myself. All the time. So if there's somebody you like out there in, in Nashville sports conversation, it doesn't have to be like a big time media member. In fact, um, you know, I don't know who none of us, I don't think are big time media members, but it doesn't have to be like uh, like conventional, like the boring ones like me and Glennon and Paul and and the the people that you can get anywhere that you want. If you like somebody out there who's doing good work. On the Titans, uh, send them uh, send them to my Instagram DMs as well. We'll take them into consideration, and uh, we'll do our best to set something up so we can bring some new voices around here because it's always good to have fresh perspective. See you guys.